to acknowledge and appreciate Pastor Vance. You have a great pastor. You may not realize that you are, you have a blessing in this house. Having a man such like him, you are a blessed church. And you are in the right place with the right man with a vision. Where there is no vision, people perish. But he's a man with a vision and a passion for people. And he loves you so much. And his heart is with you. And I want to say, may God bless you, Pastor, and your wife. And may God bless the entire leadership of Hope Baptist. I love you so much. I'm visiting you with my wife under the invitation of your pastor. And since we started partnering with Hope, they have really made a big difference in our life. They have impacted Zambia. They have impacted the children of Africa. And they have impacted the nation of Zambia. And we love them. And we salute you. Keep on with the good work which you're doing. And God will reward you abundantly. Because you are a blessing. You may not know the impact you have made. But I want to tell you, we have received teams and teams. But the teams from Hope, the teachers, are focused. They know what they're doing. As you see the children, you can see the Father in them. And I say, God bless you so much. Continue keeping the good work and sending missionaries to Africa. And we value that. We need them. We don't cry for independency. We cry for dependency because we depend upon one another. We have something to give. You have something to give. May God bless you so much. I have come with only of one, only one, my beautiful wife, God-given, a woman of my youth. She's called Hilda. We have traveled the journey of marriage for 31 years. And I love her so much. When I look at her, she's always young. I always tell her, you are like a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> I call her my chocolate, my ice cream, my vanilla, and everything, because I love her so much. God bless us with four children, two boys and two girls, and we have two grandchildren. What a blessing to travel a journey faithfully for 31 years. Today, I'm so happy to be here. The church in Zambia is praying for you. And although they have not been here, but they know you and they love you. They have seen you through the missionaries you have sent to Zambia. And I want to say God bless you. Let us turn to the word of God this morning, which I need to encourage you. I believe the word of God, it cannot be for all of us, but one person, that word will be applicable. As you have come in this house, it is my prayer that you not go back home the same, but something must happen. This is not a usual service as we normally have. Every time God reveals himself differently. And I believe this day 
it is your day to meet God. It is your day to say, God, here I am. I surrender to all. Because I believe you are in the right place at the right time. Tell your neighbor, I'm in the right place at the right time. Let us read the word of God from the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 2, from verses 3. And also Matthew, chapter 16, from verses 18. The Bible reads, Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Matthew 16, verses 18. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Father, I come in your presence this morning. I submit myself before your throne. Lord, manifest yourself. Speak your word. I pray that I decrease and you increase. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. After coming from a great conference in Phoenix, Arizona, inspired, broken, modded, and at the end, charged, ready to go and do the work of the ministry. I want to say it was a great conference. And I appreciate the team and the president who had to put it together. For such an hour like this, that the church should go beyond the denomination, but to be focused on the kingdom. Because our denomination is too small than the kingdom. The kingdom is so big, the denomination cannot contain it. And therefore, the prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ was, Thy kingdom come, as it is in heaven. As we are seated here today, we need to know that the Bible says, On this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church is of the Lord, and we are only the stewards who are there to be faithful, who are there given a responsibility to take care of it which God has given us. Therefore, when you see, today we are faced with a confrontation. The world today is heading for hell, and therefore, Somebody must rise to give the message and say, the Lord says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Our message must go unto the marketplace. It must go to the streets of Arizona, to the streets 
of Phoenix, to the streets of Las Vegas. And therefore, this message cannot be kept in our four-corner building now. We have a responsibility to fulfill the Great Commission. While hell is burning to distract all our hopes, I believe that this time God is raising men and women who are ready to go and be focused to do the great work. The church on earth is under orders right now. And the Bible says, endure hardship as a good soldier. When we talk about a soldier, you may be a soldier in a marine of America, a soldier in the Zambia army, a soldier in Darfur, a soldier in China, a soldier is a soldier, wherever he is. But the Bible talks about a good soldier of Jesus Christ. When we see the characteristics of a good soldier, you may be in the worldly army, or you may be in church as a soldier of Jesus Christ. When you join the army, when you come to the camp, your rights, they'll end on the gate of the camp. I believe I'm speaking to somebody here who has been an army officer. I believe some of you, no matter where you come from, no matter how your father is, your parents are, but when you join the army, you enter into the book camp, it means that your rights end on the gate. You become a man or a woman under orders. You become a man or a woman who is to be instructed and to walk in obedience. Obedience is the key to a man who is a soldier in the army of Jesus Christ or in the army of America. Wherever you may be, you must be obedient. One, they'll tell you what to eat at what time. They'll tell you when to wake up at what time. Whatever you do, you have no right to say no. You are a soldier. And the church of Jesus Christ is under orders. And the church of Jesus Christ is not a democrat. There's no democracy in the church. We are under the, we are under the orders of the king of kings. Jesus Christ, he is our commander-in-chief. We use theocracy. And therefore, since the church is under orders, and the army in the church, it's you and me, we are the people under orders. Since we are under orders, we need to know that we are a militant church, a church of Jesus Christ. A church which has a responsibility. A church which has been called to go and do the work of the ministry. We are establishing here on earth the kingdom of God. We are not here to establish our own kingdoms, but the kingdom of God. And the will of God to prevail in whatever we do, in whatever we desire to do. And therefore, we need to know that God says, I'll be with you until to the end. Jesus says, as my father gave me the kingdom, so I give it unto you. 
We are the people of the kingdom. We need to realize that as I see here, no one is a failure in this church. All of you, you are successful people and you are a blessed people. You need to realize who are you in Christ? Are you truly a soldier of Jesus Christ? Are you part of this army? I want to talk to you about the three characteristics of a soldier. Three, only three. I'm not going to speak more than that. Only three. A soldier, one, he must be faithful. Look at your neighbor. Say faithful. Faithful. A soldier must be faithful. Why? A soldier who is not faithful is a traitor. Because a soldier who is not faithful will entangle himself in civilian affairs. He will be found in a wrong camp at a wrong time. And that soldier, when he's found in a wrong camp, the camp of an enemy, the only punishment is to kill the soldier. Because he's a traitor. The church today is a militant church. And we are called to endure hardship as a good soldier. We cannot be found ourselves mixing with the world. The world today needs us better than any time. The world must look unto the church for solution. They must look to the church for a hope to come because we have a message to the dying world. I have come to encourage you that you must be faithful. Faithfulness is a key for us to know and complete the work God has given us. And that when we are faithful, we know because our God himself has given birth to the church. I love when I see when my wife was pregnant. You know, when a woman is pregnant, when it is nine months, does not wait for anything else, no matter how you want to delay, but that nine months, she will only be looking at uh, going to the labor ward, no matter how it costs. Even the pain is there, carrying the baby for nine months. But when it comes, we'll take her to the hospital and she'll be there lying on a table. The only thing you're waiting, if it is in the village, in our own village, you know what happens? Men will just be looking like this. They'll just be walking around. And then waiting for a woman to give birth. But I believe in, in this world, you wait. And then when the, she's there crying, and then say, push, 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 push. All the pain is there until when he hears, no matter how painful it was, the pain is gone because new life has come. We are the church to give new life. We are the church to give hope where there's no hope. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We shall not die until we see change. We shall not die until America is saved. God, have mercy upon us. New life has to, re to come back. New life has to be restored. 
a woman who gives birth, all the pain is gone. Tears of joy comes when life has been given. Are you part of it? It takes faithfulness. A soldier must be faithful. When you have joined and come in this church, your rights ends there on the gate. When you come here, you are under orders. And our commander in this house is Pastor Vains. And his commander is Jesus Christ. And who says, on this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The second attribute is courage. Courage born of conviction. Born with purpose. Knowing why you were born. Knowing where you are going. Knowing where you are coming from. Knowing that you are a man and a woman of purpose. For this reason you were born. No matter what the world may interpret over you. But you know and you know where you are going. You know where you are coming from. You know where you are going. You know why you were born. For that reason you were born to do great works. Born of conviction. Cowards. Don't make it as a soldier. There is a difference between fear and being coward. You can have fear and make it in life. But when you're a coward, you cannot make it in life. Am I speaking to somebody who is coward? Or somebody who has fear? Somebody told me that I fear to go for missions because I don't want to be in the plane. You know, going in the plane, it's 22 hours. Why should I go in the plane? I fear. I love the song. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, oh, fear is gone. My fear is gone. No matter how. I know and I know that my Redeemer liveth. Fear is gone. Be courage. Have courage that you may face tomorrow. Have courage to do the great ministry. Have courage to fulfill the great commission. If you cannot go, your money can go. If you cannot go, your prayers can go. If you cannot go, you can have time to pray. There is a self on which you will never find that it has, a, it has a sound which says you are outside coverage area. <laughs> Only one cell phone. It is called a knee phone. Knee phone. When you have a knee phone, you can call anytime. He hears because he's God. to have a knee phone and pray for those who are going and support the work of the ministry. Thank God you are part of it. The third attribute is discipline. Discipline. Born of conviction. Discipline. Born for a purpose. Discipline that I know I have the fear of God. People who are not disciplined, they cannot make it. 
When we send people for missions, they must be disciplined. A soldier who is not disciplined definitely cannot make it in the army. How many have been army officers here who have been in the military? Raise up your hand. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Discipline is a key for you to be successful as an army officer. Discipline is required outside the church and in the church. Because when you are disciplined, then God will reign. God will use you. God will manifest. And you shall be under his orders. You do what pleases God. Your prayer will be, your will be done as it is in heaven. You may be entangled in so many things. You may be fought with many things in life. Maybe your life has been torn apart, but I have come to tell you, discipline will rebuild your life again. You need to surrender and say, here I am, O oh Lord, use me. I surrender myself. And as you surrender, he says, come he who labor and the heavy laden, I will give you rest. Our Lord is able. He is able to change your life. He is able to transform you. When people reject you, this church will not reject you. When people condemn you, this church will not condemn you. Because there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Remember that God will not judge you with your past. God will judge you from what? From today and tomorrow. Because he says, behold, I'm making all things new. Despite whatever you're passing through, you may be having a depression. You may be having hate and forgiveness heart. But I have come to tell you, discipline will take you to a place to surrender. And say, God, here I am. Is there anybody here? You're saying, Lord, I had more than enough. If you had that, I have come to encourage you. God is able. It's not too late. Now is the time. Three things. Faithfulness, courage, and discipline. May God bless you. May God bless you. May God bless you that you will remain faithful to the call which God has called you, Pastor.